Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Support WrestleTalk. Donate on Patreon. Making their way to the ring at a combined weight of undeniably sexy, hailing from London, the Russell Ramble Podcast! Hello and welcome to the Russell Ramble Podcast! I am Ollie Davis. How about that sexy new intro that Luke's created? And this, right next to me, is Luke Owen. Hello, Wrestle Talk Universe, the Wrestle Talk community, Wrestle Talkers. How are you, Oliver Davis? How did you find today's show? Feel angry, Luke. You were getting really mm. heated up about the fact that SummerSlam is is a long show. It's just this should be, you know, like four times a year now. WWE have done a very good job in building up these big four as weekend events. You know, I'm a really big wrestling fan, obviously. I this I should be looking forward to this more than anything in in the world for every three months I should be counting down the days till SummerSlam but I'm not because I'm just counting down the days to SummerSlam thinking oh my god it's such a long show and I don't enjoy really long I know come at the Wrestle Ramble is also long I know but there's there's a difference between an hour, hour and a half of two guys talking about wrestling in a podcast when you can do other things, you know, like you're driving, you're cleaning, I don't know. And four four to six hours of the same style of wrestling with just 30 matches. I mean, I'm looking forward to NXT. Uh, I'm going to try and watch the Ring of Honor Best in the World. No, is it War of the Worlds? It's the ROH, uh, New Japan joint show, which happened in Liverpool. Uh I hope, hopefully, for that. So I'm looking forward to those, but SummerSlam, I don't know. I'm looking forward to a few matches on there, but not 13 matches. Mm. So that is where the source of my anger has come from. I, apo- I, I apologise for being very cynical in this this week's episode. You are a bit cynical. I mean, you and I uh, almost went to SummerSlam, um, but uh, things cannot be worked out. But do you think you would have? Uh, what? Have, how do you think you'd have been there for live? Like. You're you're thinking this now, having to watch this on, you know, watching it in the yeah. comfort of the studio. But imagine being in the arena with a six-hour show ahead of you. Especially remember how depressed you got when you suddenly realised how long Raw was. It's I don't enjoy things like that. I, I you know, like how a lot of American sports are almost endurance events. Games of American football can last between anywhere between three and five. But you know, baseball can potentially go on forever. I don't like just sitting down and having something on in the background and doing my thing and then, oh that was a good move doing some more thing maybe going away for a bit by a hot- I like to sit down you know my ideal thing sit down in a cinema and give all my attention to this mm-hmm. one thing but there's only so long my attention can last you know three hours is pushing it you know, one thing just sitting How, down. Okay, so can I can I counter? We'll get into the show in a minute, folks. Mm. I know that you're you're here to hear our SummerSlam and NXT predictions. We'll get into the show in a minute, but I, I find this interesting because you're a huge uh, New Japan fan. You love you love watching uh, New Japan shows. Yeah. Do you think you would have enjoyed, uh, say, going to Wrestle Kingdom, which is like a huge six-hour event, or like all mm. the G1 finals or something like that? Would you enjoy that more? That is that is a good point actually. I would enjoy it more, but I would also say it's too long. I'm not saying New Japan's perfect. There's a lot of issues with New Japan, uh, but at least the style of wrestling is different enough. It's between varied. Match, it's varied between match and match. That freshens things up a bit, and the matches are, are very very good. Um, but I wouldn't like to. You know, the, the, when I go to live events, you know, the progresses and whatnot, or RPWs, Rev Pros rather. They're about three hours tops. And I'm done by, you know, I'm popped Mm. out after three hours. Mm. So the idea is something twice as long as that. 
mm-hmm. queuing to get in, wait because it's not just the the live event itself. It's queuing to get in, waiting Queu- around while it starts. Queuing to get out. Queuing to get out. Especially after a six-hour show, and then you've got to probably stand around for an hour and a half waiting to like either get out of the building or like get out of the building and get your bu- get to your bus so you can get back to the hotel. I that that's that's not how I like to spend my time. I, I just I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't be happy about doing that. I would much rather get there for the the last three hours, which are going to be the last half. I'd I'd be disappointed because I would want to. I'm a completist. I want to watch everything. That's the cruel, uh, what's the word? Irony of this situation. The cruel mistress. Mm. But yeah, should we should we get on with the actual show? Yeah, I was going to say. I mean, I, I, I feel like I need to do something to cheer you up. Yeah, uh, but, right. but let's let's crack on with the show. Or we could just talk right now about the party bit, which is uh, now <laughs> well, that's come up in you conversation. And I, well, you and I have talked about um, uh, SummerSlam's branding uh, in the studio. We were just watching some Southpaw regional wrestling videos on the old YouTube machine in celebration of season two starting mm-hmm. today. And before each one, there was an advert for SummerSlam and it would just be like John Cena going like, Baron Corbin, I'm going to face you at SummerSlam and you're not going to win because you can't see me or something along those lines. Paul Heyman with Bork Lesberg and something like that, stuff like that. But they had that SummerSlam theme in the background that's, um, I don't Dancy. know. Yeah, I don't know who it's by, but it does feature James Arthur. And Machine Gun, it's Machine Gun Kelly. Oh, it actually is. Kelly. I joked about it last week. It's probably Machine Gun Kelly. Like, it's probably the next event is usually Backlash. Yeah. And it actually, and actually is. It okay. actually is. And it features James Arthur, former mm. X Factor winner. And we were just saying, I mean, I've been saying it for, for a few weeks now. It's just, it's not an inspiring song for a pay-per-view. And mm. I feel that WWE has this issue. Like, every time that it's a, it's a song for a pay-per-view, it's always like chilled out and relaxed and i'm like this i want i need a song that gets me excited nxt song like i mean i'm not a fan of every nxt theme song but it's usually like and then they put it like with really quick video packs i'm like whoa yes let's get into some action whereas this is just like hey let's go have a party we'll sit on the beach and have a nice time no yeah i completely agree especially because you watch a lot of old stuff when when I say old stuff, I mean noughties, late nineties stuff on on the network, and it is let the bodies hit the floor, and it's I'm like okay, yeah, this is making me. Uh, I wouldn't listen to this in my leisure time, but it's making me angry you in do, the though. right way. You which do. is Drowning Pool's first album you, is great. You sort of want to channel that immature side of you that has <laughs> aggression because everyone has aggression. Yeah, it's a natural part of humanity. That's why. Uh, competitive sports are so much fun to watch combat sports uh, it's like a release through those people right back to the gladiatorial days of Rome so yeah I'm listening to a podcast on Rome at the moment. are you really yeah, it's massive it's wicked I'm, I'm going back through the something to wrestle with archives yeah uh, I'm list- currently listening to uh, the episode on no holds barred the cool. uh, the WWE movie or WF movie back in the was 80s was Pritchard working on it back then or well, is Pritch- it second hand yeah, no Pritchard was working with a company but he had nothing mm. to do with the film which makes it hilarious because comrades are going like wow was it like at the time when you were interviewing for the stars? You know, I weren't there. I didn't have anything to do with it. For a but so our thing is Pritchard, Bruce Pritchard's something to wrestle podcast. That's the one we're chasing. It's the we're one coming, we always seem you, to be behind in the <laughs> iTunes charts. Yet we're always plugging him. <laughs> We're always getting. It's actually a really good podcast. It's a really, really yeah. good podcast. Yeah, it's really yeah. interesting. Uh, I was hesitant to get on board with it because I've I've, I've not heard great things about Pritchard, but. Man Alive, it's a great podcast. Mm. Really, really, really interesting perspective. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it, it, compared to ancient Rome, when Julius Caesar was ju- part of the triumvirate and doing all these political manoeuvrings in, in the Senate, that's got nothing on backstage <laughs> WWE politics. <laughs> wow. Do you, um, do you History listen, joke. Do you listen to all of your podcasts on Double Speed? Yes, I do. Yeah, it's Not a, us, though. No, it's just... Because a, I can't. It's too, too fast. I just find that amazing. Because like, I, I, I've tried it mm. on your recommendation to listen on, to podcasts on double speed, but I can't do it, man. It just sounds mm. weird. It's whether you listen to stuff for leisure or for information. Uh, okay. And I, I kind of, uh, yeah, do the two. So should we get on to some predictions? Yeah, let's do some predictions. Because we've got two shows to get through and a lot of matches. And one of them is like four shows, really, let's be honest. First up on Saturday night, which is when most of you people will be watching it, I suppose, of course, the podcast, uh, podcast, the Patreon people got this a day early. But Saturday sees NXT take over Brooklyn Tress mm. for the Spanish listeners. That's the next market we're going to hit up. <laughs> Although I hear India has a lot of people. Yeah. So maybe we should st- do uh, this. How many numbers is it? I mean, they don't say it often enough on the WWE programming. I, it's definitely over a billion. Mm-hmm. It's probably 
Force Awakens box office. <laughs> That's how I usually think of it. It's Sorry, around that yeah. over a billion. Are you okay? You Sorry, yeah, so I, I, no, I had a hair in my eye. I've got. This is going to be. Can you see it? People are going to have a Photoshop uh, party over this. You got in it. The comments there. It Thanks, was. man. I, I, yeah. I could tell there was something there. It was doing my head in. I mean, people say we look at each other very lovingly enough as it is, <laughs> and now that's the classic setup. Yeah. You've got something in you. Yeah. Let's, let's not, not go any closer. Let's talk you. about non non uh, homoerotic <laughs> stuff. Let's talk about two dudes who are going to kick the yeah, hell yeah. out of each other. Two scantily clad men <laughs> grappling. That's not homoerotic. And we're kicking it and kicking things off. Excellent nice. use of the word. Nice. With Hideo Atami versus Alistair Black. Now, just before we came into the studio, you said not to press you on any storylines in NXT because you don't watch it on a week to week basis. So, I actually, I'm not saying that, uh, tell me about the story. Uh, actually, my question was going to be, um, what are your feelings on Hideo Atami and Alistair Black? I'm very excited. So, I kind of I get most of this through osmosis. Uh, the, the NXT plot lines and stuff. Um, it just it hasn't gripped me for, for a while now, no, for about no, a no. year, where I, I used to watch it on a weekly basis, but now more of a occasional few clips, read the reports, watch the takeovers, because the takeovers are consistently astounding. Yes. Now this, Hideo Itami, of course, I'm familiar with his work as Kenta in Japan, and then I saw when he first came in, but he never really, you know, he was. I like the whole tease of the... Um, the GTS. The GTS at the start. His move originally, of course. But really, I mean, it, it's almost like Atami has gone... He's there's, Timing is so important, but it feels like he's missed it. But at least he's he seems to be building himself back up with this Hill character after the fact of missing his where he should have gone over at the WrestleMania when he was meant to be in the... Well, he was in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, mm-hmm. but it was a poor showing. It was meant to be like that was going to be a big launching pad mm-hmm. for him, but unfortunately that shoulder injury kept him out and then he came back from that and got another injury which kept him out probably meant again. to win the title in Japan oh, he, but it went, it, to was, it went to Balor instead yeah uh, so but Alistair Black however I am very familiar with because when I used to go to progress shows uh, every month uh, he was Tommy End and that's how I was first exposed to him he is just freaking amazing like so good the first time because the first time he walked out I did I wasn't familiar with him in pro uh, before but when he debuted for progress and he just walks out looks like nothing else he is just whatever it is the thing that chris jericho go you're gonna get it he has it i don't know what it is but he has this aura around him that's very intangible and difficult to explain or uh, articulate but it's just it's it's there and he is genuinely threatening Mm -hmm. he couldn't he could just stand there with a blank expression but it's threatening and he's i just love watching him wrestle uh, I think, from what I have seen of him, though, as much as, as I am enjoying his squash matches of people, and I watched the Carlo Riley match and the Bobby Fish match, they were both very good. They won about 10 minutes. There, there is something about this character, which is so dominating, that is kind of limiting him, I I feel. Mm, interesting. You, because, you, you know, you people just want to see the kick right yes. after a while yeah the fade and, to black and when you're so dominant sometimes it's you can lose interest in the rest although a very good match you don't necessarily want to see a very good match with these sorts of characters you just want to see kick whoa that was wicked like Baron Corbin remember when he got over mm-hmm. people would count to see how long the matches were going to go on yeah but then when he starts to have longer matches you're like ugh Mm. Yeah. Whereas uh, the the difference is Black is actually a very very proficient wrestler. So, but um, in uh, prediction wise, I spoke a long time for something I know very little about. It was NXT impressive. Build. It was very impressive. Well, I love Tommy End uh, from from the Progress days. I'm going to go with Black because he seems to be getting the big push, and I also read he's getting a big entrance possibly with a live band. Oh, really? Yes, because yeah. it is an actual band that do his um, entrance music. Mm-hmm. So I, I am also going with Alistair Black on this, if only because I think this is going to further right, uh, Tommy's heel turn which I've been really enjoying. And um, I think this is going to be a, another It's another step in his heel evolution mm. um, is losing to Alistair Black. Cool. I think he is awesome. There is now to like him in WWE, and that's what makes him stand out. Mm-hmm. And plus, like every time I watch him uh, have a match, I Google uh, Muay Thai training in my local area. I just, oh, every, you think you're going <laughs> to... Every time I do it, at the grand old age of 31, I'm like, yeah. maybe now's the time that I can do it. At age of 31, <laughs> 31, suffer from colitis, got really bad bones, but I reckon 
I could uh, I could stretch myself out. I've done a bit of I do yoga. Just be all technique. You do DDP. <laughs> I do DDP. I still can't touch my toes, but mm. um, I'm I bet you I could do some that. kicks. Uh, next up, we have Johnny Gargano versus Andrade Cien Almas. Yeah, not a lot of build for this, aside from the fact that it's Johnny wrestling. Mm. He's obviously come back after the uh, the uh, the Tommaso Champion yes. heel turn, which unfortunately has been sidelined because he's out with an injury now, which is really po- unfortunate. Really sorry. unfortunate because they should they probably would have had their match here. So very poor time because he's going to be out until next year mm. now. So this is just more of a stopgap for for Johnny wrestling, but I think it's going to be a fun match. Uh, I really like Andrade. He's got quite an interesting character at the moment. Um, just to fill you in, some of the well, blanks. I know he's with Tessa Blanchard. Now, is that right? Or no, it's the it's some it's, it's Austin Aries girlfriend. Austin Aries girlfriend. Yeah, oh, I can't remember her name. I can't remember her name is, either. She is attractive, <laughs> but his character right, at the no moment, qualms insane. His character at the moment is that he is more interested in partying than he is in wrestling, and his partying lifestyle is making him take the eye off the game. Mm. And now that he's got this new uh, lady valet, she's making him more focused. That's a great story. Bit of character work. Yeah. I like it when wrestlers lose matches because of character traits rather than just getting straight up beaten. Mm-hmm. So an instance would be, because The Rock, back in the day, he's a mega baby face, but he's also a cocky asshole. Really? That's that's it. So like, if the commentators play up on commentary, oh, he should go for the pin here, he shouldn't be taunting all the, taunting all the time, mm. he's playing it up to the crowd too much, and then he gets beaten. You can say, Ah, he made a psychological mistake rather than a physical mistake. Yes, I like. I yeah. So that that's that's a very nice bit of storytelling. I think uh, Johnny Gargano is a spectacular baby. So face. good. He's like he's numero uno facial, baby face. Facial so silence. Yeah. Who are you going to go for? Uh, I am going with. Um, I'm going Almas in this one. Gonna, actually, I was going to go Almas too. So we're both Almas there. Yep. Authors of Pain versus Sanity. Yes. Weird dynamic. Yeah, you've got uh, Killian Dane and um, uh, Alexander Wolf out of Sanity sure. with, with Eric Young and Nikki Cross on the outside. Could this be the farewell for Sanity? Um, yeah, and it, as you said, it's a weird dynamic because Authors of Pain have been working babyface in this feud, and it's been really odd to see the Authors of Pain as babyfaces after being these dominating heels for so long. And they've still got Paul Ellering as their manager. Paul Ellering as manager, yeah. Which is also going to be good because you've got Paul Ellering and Eric Young on the outside. Mm. It's a shame, really, that Eric Young had to take time off because of a uh, a family tragedy, which, I mean, he wasn't at uh, two sets of tapings, I think. He had some time off. So it would have been really great to have had, like, Paul Ellering and Eric Young doing promos on each other because they're both great promos. Mm. Um, But So, in really, the, the bill's not been fantastic for this it was just one week authors of pain beat them down the following week sanity beat them down and that's more or less been about it it's uh from you know in that in this year period where i haven't been as interested in nxt the thing i was always interested in was the authors of pain revival diy dynamic Mm -hmm. so i was always excited about the tag matches and bobby Roode's entrance those were like the main (laughs) things i looked forward to but now of course Revival have been called up and mm-hmm. subsequently injured, both of them. That's so unfortunate. And then uh, the DIY, of course, split up. So now it's the Authors of Pain, who I never considered as great. Like, everyone else did the work for them. They look spectacular, in it? But you, you can see where the work's being done. And uh, versus Sanity. Big Dame moves fantastic. Uh, Killian Dame. Um, yeah, it's a big man match. This is a meaty, meaty match. Uh, so, so, of course, all the speculation theories nothing reported was that sanity were going to be called up and they're revealed as the breezango attackers on smackdown mm. i don't think that's the case anymore i don't think it's the case because i think that would have either happened at SummerSlam or the tuesday after and we know breezango aren't going to be on for the next two week period after smackdown uh but they did have a clue to be mm. have you seen someone emailed in i can't i'm sorry i've forgotten who it was who that could be and I didn't think of this. 2B. Or not 2B. Oh, you think an Aiden English? Well, that's what someone someone tweeted me ah. that. I thought you were referring to that. That's also possible. Two Bollywood boys. Oh, I hope it's not then. That'd be really lame if it's if it's just if it's just the Singh brothers, that would be really lame. Oh, of course they're not called the Bollywood boys anymore, no. either. Oh, that wouldn't work. Shut my mouth. So who are you going with here? Uh I for the longest time I was going the authors of pain. Mm. However, and this is just me wildly speculating here. They released uh, this week the lineup of characters for WWE 2K18. 
And amongst the NXT lot was Sanity. It was all right. members of Sanity, Eric Young, Killian Dane, uh, Alexander Wolf, and Nikki Cross. And they released a video of their entrance. And it looks great on the video game. It looks mm. awesome. Interestingly, also in that list of NXT stars was Sawyer Fulton. Who oh, okay. was the yeah. original member of Sanity before he got injured and was then kicked out of the group. Mm. So, I'm wondering whether or not they're going to have a Sawyer Fulton return soon and start a program within that, maybe between him and Eric Young. So I'm wondering, possible. So I'm wondering if there's going to be some sort of return maybe here, either costing Sanity the match or rejoining Sanity. Mm. Um so I was Authors of Pain. I'm sticking with Authors of Pain, I think. I'm sticking with Authors of Pain. Uh, for different reasons, though. I'm looking at the other results of the night and where I think those are going to go. Mm. And uh, I don't think there'll be that many title changes on a show. So we've both got AOP. Yes. Women's title match. Asuka, longest reigning champion of anything ever. Mm-hmm. Screw you, Bruno Sanartino. Bill Goldberg sent her a message on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, that was nice for the undefeated streak. So mm-hmm. Asuka versus Ember Moon. Yes, a title change that I felt uh, should have happened over WrestleMania weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that the plan was that um, obviously Asuka would beat her or cheat to win. It's the first time she's, and the only time she's ever had to cheat to win. Um, uh, to to retain her title was against Ember Moon at the uh, Dallas show, not sure. Dallas uh, Orlando show. Yeah, and then WrestleMania show, the WrestleMania show. Yeah, and then they were going to have their return match at Chicago, but Ask, but Ember Moon got injured mm-hmm. due to Asuka, so that kept her out of it. So now she's like, this is her big return match. That as a storyline, grand, because now it's just like you've only ever had to cheat once, and it was against me. I'm mm-hmm. the only person who's got your number, and I can beat you. Great little storyline. Problem is, because the interest in the TV is so lacking, Ember Moon's return's not been that great. And the crowd are not into her as much as they were over Orlando weekend. When she was going into Orlando, she was really hot. Now, she's not as hot anymore. Mm. But I still think they're going to do the title change. And I don't think it's going to get the reaction that it could have had previously. I think the loss at Orlando really hurt her. Cool. So you're going Ember Moon. I think Ember Moon's going to. Re- I think Ember Moon's going to win the belt. New here. champ. I am going for Asuka to retain mm. because I think the real money in Asuka is to call her up to the main roster unbeaten. Yeah. Rather than putting over someone on the way up, I. You know, if you're gonna if you're gonna keep someone, I think Asuka would be wicked to yeah. keep unbeaten. I, I I agree. I think that'd be awesome. Um. And finally, Bobby Roode, the glorious one. Versus Drew McIntyre. Indeed. For the NXT Championship. Yeah. Drew's first shot at the belt since returning to the company. I, um, I've i been really enjoying the storyline going mm. into this, uh, which is it's not just Bobby and Drew. You've also got Roddy yeah, on the outside. And there's, there's a great like kind of crossover feud that's going on at the moment. And I think that's a very interesting thing for, mm. for NXT. You mentioned how there's like not been a lot of interest in TV, particularly from your side of things. I wonder now with Gabe, big Gabe, uh, running creative. So you, apparently he's just done a guest spot. Oh, Have you he? read this? Yeah, so Gabe Sapowski, Paul Heyman's protege during the Ring of Honor days. Then he went, sorry, in the ECW days. Then he was the guy heading creative for Ring of Honor for its really, really big rise. Really like big rise. Su- Summer of Punk. Yeah, so o two through to o nine yeah. possibly, where all the big ROH guys these days yeah. cut their teeth. And uh, he's been running Evolve for a long time. And uh, it seems he has done a guest, like he, he came there as a consultant. And to, and uh, WWE okay. was seeing how that went. And then, you know, if things go well, maybe he's brought in apparently Paul Heyman's lobby. Reportedly, this is Wrestling News World, but they've actually had some scoops recently. So Yeah. Well, I think it was Drew that said <laughs> in an interview that Gabe was there in creative mm. so perhaps he was just talking about that guest yeah, spot yeah, yeah. but I, I think it'd be really great if he was because I'd love them to really develop this this th- this triangle feud yeah. at the moment with, with Roddy on the outside and because of that I'm going for a Bobby Roode uh, retain oh okay and I think they're going to build to a triple threat at the next takeover which I imagine is before Survivor Series interesting ah oh, that is a good point I see someone sent me uh I think Bobby Roode's going up to the main roster soon. Mm. I think if they do this post-SummerSlam draft, I think Roode's going up. And someone sent me a picture 
of some tops trading cards. Yeah, someone sent me that as well. Yeah. And uh, McIntyre was listed as the champion. Yeah. I hate calling him McIntyre. It's a slave, <laughs> slave name. name. Galloway. Uh, so I, I'm going to stick with my guns. I, I think Bobby's getting called up, cool. and you're going Drew. Yeah, I, I think storyline one. No, you're going Drew, and I'm going Bobby Reed. Yep, I've written those down wrong. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes, yes. No, I've written those down. Yeah, right. you have written them down right, but you said it the wrong way around. Okay. I I think storyline wise, it would be better for Bobby to retain, and then mm. you still have Drew gunning for the belt and uh, Roddy still gunning for Bobby Roode as well. However, I don't doubt that you're that you might be right on that, and I think that a Bobby Roode call up, and if he gets, he's on the rise for a call up, mm. then I'm all for that because he's great. And and one last prediction, I'm sure we're unanimous in. Adam Cole's going to be sitting at ringside. Yes, he'll get the uh, the Bobby Roode and Drew McIntyre treat. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. That's a nice length for a wrestling show. That's, that's <laughs> two hours, five matches. Each of those, you know, they, you can have a few ten. The, the, the top two can go ten minutes. Then, with your championship matches, they could go twenty. Maybe the main event goes half hour. Uh, that's a nice length for a pay per view. I'm not going to get bored in that, and I know all the matches are going to be of a certain quality. And maybe changing up the styles a bit. Tag team wrestling. Uh, Alistair Black style is very different. SummerSlam is going to be six hours at least now. Can I counter this? One, two, you, I'm going to count. It's how many 13 matches because it was 12 when I did the video yesterday, and then the, and then they thought to add one. Yeah, they always love to do that. Yeah, so I'm going to counter your argument because mm. I know what you're saying here, and actually we have been taken to task over this within the YouTube comments that we say that the shows are too long, and then the wrestle ramble goes an hour and a half when we do a Wednesday show. I would argue we're covering five hours worth of TV. An hour and a half is not that bad. However, um, yeah. With a roster the size they've got, and with the roster depth that they've got, I think there's this thing with fans, particularly actually with people I've been talking to on Twitter this week about a lot of people getting in touch with me, upset that uh, the New Day and the Usos are on the pre-show. Mm. I was saying that someone's got to be on the pre-show. You can't have everyone on the on the main card. But a lot of people, based on what I've the interactions I've had, are very upset that certain people aren't on the cards. Uh, certain people aren't on the main show this person deserves a better shot this person deserves a better shot so i think that when you're wwe and you're like okay well these fans want x number of people on the card so we've got to try and get them on the card somehow let's present this six hour show 
and kind of get on there. So they they're kind of listening to the fans and giving them all of this stuff, and then at the same time, and then we go ah, but that's too long. Mm. I completely disagree. I think this comes from an outdated, well, not a, not an outdated, but a uh, a wrestling mindset that I don't agree with. I I think in again bring on the accusations of being too long in these ramble chats but you'll notice all the other videos we do are, are purposely succinct in uh, like three to five minute news roundups and that is that quality really should reign over quantity and the i think these particularly for the big four i understand there's a brand split but the idea that you have to get all the wrestlers on for the wrestlemania payday or the SummerSlam payday because if you're on the card if you're wrestling you're going to get a share of that pay-per-view well in the old days i don't know how it works with the, the network but it's also dvd sales as well you get royalties because you were yes. on the dvd which is one of the reasons austin aries reportedly yes. left because he the cruiserweight match was cut from there yeah i would say and I never thought of this before this week, but why not treat the Raw and SmackDown go-homes as essentially pay-per-view caliber shows, but you save your really, really big matches for SummerSlam, so your your main titles, your women's titles, but then, and, and maybe a grudge match or two, but your other ones, you could have maybe three really big matches on Raw or SmackDown. Because where the Cruiserweight Championship is a great example... That Cruiserweight Championship match, if that was built up for the Raw, that would feel like a big deal. Now it just feels like an afterthought and it's going to be repeated on the pre-show. Everyone's already forgotten the match. Yeah. The SmackDown Tag Team Championship, I, you know, looking at that card, it's like, I don't care if it goes on the pre-show because it's such a long, it's mind-numbing how long that is. It's almost incomprehensible. But if that was the main event for SmackDown's Go Home show, and that was the end of the feud. And after SummerSlam, they start a new storyline. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just, I think that's a much and, better no, way of doing and it. And I agree with you. And I'm not saying that you're wrong. What I'm saying is that there are fans mm. who believe that everyone should be up on the cast. That's wrong, though. Because, like, I was but, getting before the Hardys match was announced, I was getting people come to me on Twitter saying the Hardys on the card that aren't on SummerSlam. That's insane. Becky Lynch isn't on SummerSlam. That's insane. Sami Zayn's not on uh, SummerSlam. Ty Dillinger's not on SummerSlam. Luke Harper's not on SummerSlam. Mm. There's all these people that everyone's like, well, they're not on the card. So, and why aren't they on the card? Uh, my because argument, they haven't had storylines. Well, they, they, okay, but why haven't they had storylines going in? Because but there's only so many places you can spin. Exactly, and that's what I'm saying. Like, there's only so much room you can have mm. on the card. So I think that you've got, like, with, if you're WWE, you've got to try and get that balancing act. Because you have so much talent. And, like, you bring up Bobby Roode. That's another person. You bring up Sandy. It's another load of people to... But to, that's like, a good problem to have, that you've got such a depth of roster that you in can, the talent. That you can mix things up. That you can mix things up, and you can leave, like, um, just... I would prefer to have seven huge matches where I'm like, oh my God, the star power of this is phenomenal, rather than 13 matches where everyone, you know, is pretty good. But it's dilated just mm-hmm. by the, diluted rather, just by the, uh, the the increased amount of stuff. Should we get into the I'm, predictions? I, say, I mean, just, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just playing devil's advocate yeah. of the other side of the argument. So the Hardys and Jason Jordan versus Miz and the Miz Taraj. Which we saw on Raw. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, well, the Hardys have got to go on SummerSlam. So here they are. Mm. Uh, and they're on the pre-show. But, you know, fine. Unfortunately, so... their, their feud with the Revival got cut um, due to injury. So this is this is fine, I suppose. Well, I don't think it's fine. I don't think it should be. If, like, it should just not be on there. Well, like, I agree. If, yeah. if this match wasn't on the card, no then, like, it's not like this match has been added and now I'm like, oh, well, now I'm interested in SummerSlam. Because, mm. I mean, not to give too many spoilers away, I think there's probably two matches maybe I'm interested in. Maybe three. Yeah. So, uh, Jeff Hardy pinned Bo Dallas, I think it was, on Monday. Uh, they're obviously building Jordan versus Miz throughout this. So, maybe Jordan gets a pin on Miz. I think Jordan's going. I think the the babyface is yeah, going. Yeah, the babyface is going. So we're both here, yeah. going for the Hardys and Jordan. Yes. The the Jordan. There's no Portman too. Word there. I feel angry now. I feel <laughs> like I've got an angry up, state. Just. We should probably say this now, shouldn't we? We we are uh, we're aiming to come in on Sunday and uh, and watch the event here. But we don't have good enough internet to stream our reactions, as many people have asked. Hmm. So what we'll do, if something big happens, a title change, we'll record a quick five-minute reaction in this setup and then upload it while the thing's still going on, hopefully. That's our aim, at least. So 
check us out on Sunday as SummerSlam's going on for some hopeful reactions. Maybe that's why, though, because I'm just like, I don't like staying up late and it's hanging over me. I'm going to be... This was your idea as well. Okay, so I got into the studio. I was, I was in the studio first today. But um, Ollie came in and he said to me, I've got this idea, but I don't know if I want to suggest it because I know you'll like it, but I'm not sure I want to do it. <laughs> and, yeah. and that was that we'll watch SummerSlam live, as live as we possibly can with the internet that we've got. Um, and then we'll record these, like some reaction videos, and then we'll essentially just we'll start work really early on that uh, on that Monday. As a as a professional wrestling channel, it's the right thing to do. Yes, but uh, I will have to stay up late. <laughs> so that's, that's and you are. I mean, you are nearly thirty now. Mm. You know that your body is shutting down. Akira Tozawa versus Neville for the cruiserweight championship. Of course, this is the second match we've already seen. Uh, just six days prior there's one coming up as well uh, yeah. and actually there's only yeah. two coming up well yeah so this is effectively a repeat of Raw and Smackdown so far uh, predictions for this uh, I think Tazawa's retaining I don't know I, I could see Neville getting it back if they just put the title back on Neville I'll be really annoyed I feel uh, I don't know I haven't really thought about this one well you actually haven't put your uh, oh I've put, next put to you. you in the wrong bit yeah. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go for, for Neville okay so that's the first one we disagreed on. Ooh, Ooh. it could all fall down. Uh, New Day versus the Usos. Of course, we've talked about this already. This is on the pre-show for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. This is not only a match we kind of saw, on just, you know, substitute um, Kofi Kingston out for Big E on Tuesday, but it's a match that we've seen in various combinations every week for the last two months. Mm-hmm. So, But they've... Somehow they've managed to have very good matches. This every will time. be, yeah, this will be a really fun match because uh, I love the Usos. I think they're great. I'm sad it's not a ladder match. <laughs> you I were really I, pulling I, for it. I felt like this was a ladder match. If, kind of if it was a ladder match, it'd be on the main show. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Well, Dean and uh, Baron had a hardcore street fight, didn't they, at WrestleMania? Yes. Um, was that a street fight? Oh, I can't remember that match at all. Um, there aren't a lot of there are no gimmick matches on this show. I know. Well, well apart from the, the shark cage four-way, there's the shark cage, but yeah, apart from that, and a, and a special guest referee, I suppose. Uh, so, this will hopefully be the end of the feud, uh, although it's been very good, especially that rap battle segment a month and a half ago. The new day, I think the new day are going to retain. I think new day are retaining as well. So, if you do want this to be the end. Who would you like New Day to, to face next? Because mm. can you name another tag team on SmackDown that's not Breezango? Uh, Hype Bros. They seem to break up for a moment. Yeah. And then they just disappear. They were on TV for a bit. I think, I mean, they, they'll have to. SmackDown, to a lesser extent, Raw, are going to have to have a bit of a, a soft reboot of their storylines come Tuesday. So I think we will see Luke Harper and Eric Rowan return, mm-hmm. probably together with no explanation. The Hype Bros are the same thing. Uh, Bree Zango would be, I wouldn't mind the little one-month comedy feud with uh, the New Day. Yeah, but they've got their attackers to, to feud with yeah, next, yeah. I suppose. Uh, Unless they have dropped that storyline. Unless it really was just, it was Aliens and Arn. No, no, because there was still someone else there, and there was the two B notice. I suppose, yeah. Uh, who, what about you? Who do you think they would feud with? Well, that's why I was struggling to find another tag team, mm. um, and I don't want to just like fix that problem by calling someone up because that's not fixing the problem. Like that's not plugging up any holes. Like that's just uh, I don't know. That's yeah. That's, I, that's pretty good band aid over something when you need surgery. Yeah. I I don't know who they're going to feud with unless you just put some uh, put some lads together. Put like actually, do you want know put Sammy and Ty together as a tag team? Like they've got now going on. Uh, yeah. You know, apparently Mike Kanellis is not being used anymore, so you may as well just put Sammy and Ty together and have like a face versus face um, mm. uh, thing going on. The underdogs, the underdogs from the Ten Underground. Uh, now we're Under, on. Un, now whatever. What, what what was that? You well, I was going to try of... and put ten within underground, but then I couldn't get it to work. Ten underground dogs. <laughs> ten... Under, underground. You see, you're trying to do exactly what I did. I was making fun of you trying to do what you did. <laughs> so we're now four matches in. Uh, Demon Balor versus Bray Wyatt. Another match we saw six days ago. And we didn't. We saw Bray Wyatt versus uh, Finn, Finn Balor. Balor. We didn't see Demon Balor. I apologise for sounding like a broken record to everyone who's listening. Like I'm being too sound. I was going to say I'm the one who gets like accused of being whiny as well. Yeah, but, I'm positive about this. But this is literally a broken record way of booking because it's the same stuff. So uh, hopefully you'll understand my frustration. Uh, well, it will be. They like you. I, I'm, I mean, D, I, Finn Balor 
because yeah, I, yeah, oh yeah, that's yeah. They want to keep the demon strong. It's a year after SummerSlam where he made his like he won the Universal Title, which is they've just forgot about that after. Mm. Apart from the slight Brock Lesnar thing, he really should be a bit angrier about that and pushing his way into the main event more. Yeah, we'll come on to that when we get to Randy, I suppose. But uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, this is this has got Demon Balor win written all over it, really. Yes. Painted all over it, you might say. Especially because Bray Wyatt won clean <laughs> on Raw uh, going into it. And, oh God, this is just a horrible booking. I've said, uh, I've written down the wrong letter there for both of us. <laughs> well, I thought you have written down Balor. Mm. Well, but it could be for Bray Wyatt, though, as well. Mm. Big Show versus Big Cass. Another feud that we've seen matchups of multiple times in the last month. But we haven't seen Enzo suspended from the ring in a shark cage. That is a good point. And that I'll be, will be a like, So uh, a buddy of mine is at SummerSlam. I mean, not at the moment because it's not on yet, but he will be at SummerSlam. He's there on his honeymoon. It's part of his honeymoon presence is that he gets to go to SummerSlam and he's going to NXT as well. And um, he sent me a message going, like we were just sort of just chatting about the card um, while he was in Mexico. And he, and he messaged me saying like, seeing Enzo suspended from a shark cage is going to be quite the spectacle mm. and it's something I haven't really thought about because when you're watching it on TV it just seems like yeah it's you know it's a lad in a cage suspended above the ring but I'd imagine if you were there in a live crowd yeah. it must be quite a sight it's something you can see as well as opposed to a Punjabi prism where you're, yeah. you're trying to make out everything that's going on yeah uh, the, the there's this bit of speculation, like a theory, a fan theory from Brian Alvarez, that Enzo will turn heel on Cass. My is that a heel on Big Show? It's my favourite kind of uh, fan theory as well when people report it as news. Because mm. um, it, it was just really funny because like I had quite a few people saying like, have you heard the rumours that um, the uh, Enzo is going to turn heel? Yeah. and join with Big Cass. And I was like, what? So I started like looking at it. And it's just websites going like, Brian Alvarez has said. And I listened to the show, just Brian Alvarez going like, well, here's my theory. Yeah, he could do this. Like, here's one way. Here's one do way of doing it. And then it's plans have been leaked. Yeah. Uh, People do that with Dave Meltzer all the time, mm. poor lad. Uh, so Big Show versus Big Cass. Uh, I think, well, Big Cass has the, the bigger money in him. So I think hopefully this is the end of this feud and Cass will go on to bigger things. So I'm saying Cass here. I'm saying Cass, yeah. I don't, see, I don't see the point in Big Show winning. Oh my God, an almost fresh matchup. Randy Orton versus Rusev. And it's one I have zero interest in. Yeah. What what interest, what reason have, been, have I been given to care about this match other than Randy Orton can hit a move out of nowhere? That was pretty cool though. Uh, what else happened? Orton, at, R- Rusev attacked Orton from out, of, from out of nowhere or so after the Jinder match. Uh, yeah, so looking at the... God, Rusev... So Rusev was out with injury for a while mm-hmm. and he was drafted the SmackDown. And back around Money in the Bank plans or the one before, which was probably Backlash, there were there were reports that Rusev was going to come back and he... Because, you know, you cut those promos saying, put me in the main event. Mm-hmm. That, that I won't come back. Shane McMahon isn't responding to my calls. And apparently that was Ryan Ward's way of... Maybe Rusev winning Money in the Bank, maybe getting a title shot, but then the whole gender push threw the Rusev foreign heel plans out the window. So he was really a victim there, and he's gone mm. from someone who's going to get a big push to now losing the returning match to John Cena in the flag match. And let's be honest, Randy Orton has lost four pay-per-view matches on the trot now. Mm-hmm. So the way it usually works is he gets the win back because the reason he won at WrestleMania, the reason he won at Royal Rumble, is because he got busted open hard way by Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam last year. Yeah. This was the kind of make amends to that. Sorry about that, Randy, but you're going to get Rumble. Sorry, you get to win the Rumble. Yeah. yeah, you know, 15 years after you debuted, um, you get to win the Rumble. So I'm, I'm quite. I think it's quite transparent. Yeah. I'm going for Orton. Yeah, Orton's winning this one absolutely handedly. Naomi versus Natalia for the SmackDown Live Women's Championship. Uh, this is a fresh match. They've kept them apart. Natalia's looked strong going into it. It's, it's been a well-booked feud. But as great as Natalia is, she doesn't have the presence of some of the other female roster members. Like a Becky Lynch or a Charlotte. You know, Becky Lynch is, is really fantastic. So good. Uh, so I, I'm not really looking forward to this match. It'll be fine, and I'll pop for the spinny... The, not the spinny, but the skidding slap that Naomi does. And her entrance. And her entrance. her entrance is awesome. Uh, but I think Naomi's retaining here. So do I. And that's based on the the Dirty Sheets report, who were very good uh, recently. They've, they've leaked a lot of results. Mm-hmm. They said that Naomi's holding the championship through to the end of the year. Yes, because um, the, the, the scuttlebutt is the rumour and innuendo, some might say, 
uh, is because they are doing a, t- a deal with Mattel where they're going to be releasing a toy version of her glowing belt. Yeah. And they want that to be released for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Really, if they want to sell it for Christmas, she has to be champion with that belt. And then if they want to kind of like push it as a big toy for WrestleMania as well, which, I mean, would lead you to believe she might be champion up until WrestleMania. Yeah. Which would be spectacular, you know, all those belts in the WrestleMania crowd glowing mm-hmm. in her entrance, kind of like what Bray Wyatt has with the Firefly lights on people's phones. Yeah. The next women's match is Alexa Bliss versus Sasha Banks. I'm actually excited for this. Are you? Yeah, because I, I'm a big fan of Sasha Banks. Uh, she, you know, she there was that period last year where, as great as the Banks Charlotte feud started off as, it descended into comedy after a while. How mm. much they were trading it back and forth. And I feel like she's she's hit her stride again. She had two cracking matches with Nia Jax that I really enjoyed, and. Hopefully she can get a good match out of Bliss because Bliss isn't the same caliber of wor- as wor- of worker. With Jax, Banks can play on the size difference. Jax doesn't have to do as much because she can just rely on the power moves. So it'll be interesting to see how they structure the match. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I, I just like Banks, so I I'm, really I'm like I really like Banks as well. And I think you know you were saying about how uh, Alistair Black, whatever it is, he has it. Mm, mm. Whatever it is, Alexa Bliss has it. Yeah, yeah. That's I think a, that a good she point. is so good. Like for, she has picked this game up so quickly, and you like you look back at her early NXT stuff when she was the the Bliss Fairy or whatever it was. She was the little cheerleader mm. girl. You look at that character then, and you look at what she is now, and how quickly she is just like she became. She was a manager. She was a you know she was a second to Blake and Murphy, and just quickly outshone them. And she was so damn good, mm. and she's such a great champion. She just looks like a star. She holds herself like a star. She is money. And Sasha Banks is such a damn good worker. I think this is going to be a really, really good match. Uh, and I think Bliss is retaining. Booker T would agree with you, I think, <laughs> on all those points. With a dirty dog. You know, I think the... So the long time, the long-term direction you really want to go is Banks turning heel and Banks turning heel... On Bailey specifically, that's I mean that is just that's a, such a meaty feud you can have there, especially the way they've been playing them up as best friends forever. But Bailey, who of course was meant to be in this match originally, has had a shoulder separation. She's at least out for a couple of months. You, <laughs> I, I don't think Mark it's for a doing work. that. It's probably not a I work. Don't think it's no, a it's work. not. I, and the only reason uh, I said it is because I just think that there are signs there, um, but it probably is a legit shoulder yeah. separation. So the. Uh, but I think Banks winning the title really should come in in Bailey. So it doesn't make sense for Banks to be the champion already. So I'm going to say Alexa Bliss retaining yep. as well. I think there's more money to be made with Alexa Bliss as champion. You've written down a D death here, yeah. which is the, what, that's what we kept saying. Dean and Seth. Death. Yes. Yeah, that's the oh, that's a cool name. The death, <laughs> death Death Shield Death Squad. Like they'd ever be able to be called that in WWE. (laughs) Can't even say the calf killer. Uh, This is Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins versus Sheamus and Cesaro for the Raw Tag Team Championships. This is a match I'm looking forward to. This is the first match on this card where I'm like, the storyline going into it has made me excited for the match. Bliss versus Banks, I'm excited for because I really like both. I like both girls. The Usos versus The New Day, I like both teams, but the storyline going into it has made me like, oh God, I can't wait to see these two fight. Mm. This story and the booking of this story has been so good that i am legitimately excited to see these these two teams collide in the ring genuinely really looking forward to this match yeah and very rarely these days can you get so genuinely invested in baby faces winning i want the baby faces to win i really want to see them win because i want to see their celebration when they do win i'm gonna be really really genuinely happy no cynicism Mm -hmm. when dean ambrose and seth so you think they are winning Uh, yeah i I would say they're winning i think shamara retaining are you kidding me i think that the i think that this is the first stage of a storyline and i think that the heels need to win the first stage in order for the uh the 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 the, the good guys to retain wow. eventually and do you know what how i would book it an accidental collision between the two. Oh no you don't want to maybe later on down the line i so the way i see this going is Seamus and cesaro really are the 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 set dressing for the story of dean and seth here and you've told the story of them coming together and now when they've united, you want them to win straight away. So they win straight away. Shim- Shimaro, they get their rematch later on. Uh, 
hopefully they lose that feud a few more feuds later and then finally dean turns on seth that's that's got to be the long term absolutely yeah so just to clarify i want dean and seth to win but I think Shamara are going to retain because WWE hate their fans. <laughs> exactly, sometimes. yeah, because they don't want yeah. to get um, you know good heat. Uh, the uh, just another aside on this match, it's going to be cracking. Oh god, Cesaro, yeah. Rollins, Ambrose is, has really picked up his game recently, and I will always love Sheamus. I love watching him wrestle. I think maybe he's legitimately wrestling sometimes <laughs> is the problem uh, because he can hurt people. But I. I I love how stiff he is. Yeah. That sounds a bit homoerotic again. Yes, and he does. AJ Styles versus Kevin Owens. More matches together. For the United States Championship with Shane McMahon as the special guest referee. They've made me not excited about an AJ Kevin Owens This is, I think, now the third time you've said this Mm. uh, since we started doing the Wrestle Ramble, because this is their third match they've had on pay-per-view. And it is the third time you have said, I'm not excited for an AJ Kevin, or they have made me unexcited for an AJ Kevin Owens match. I was more interested in it last week than I was after the go home angle, um, and I. But I still think it'll be a good match. Um, I. I but they, they, haven't, they haven't had. They haven't they had haven't great. Had a good they match. haven't had a great They've match. Had fine. Matches. But this is what I'm thinking. I'm wondering if <laughs> I'm kind of leading myself up to a fall here, where I'm going to say like, oh, I'm sure it'll be a good match, because. I know it can be a good match. I know that AJ is just like, mm. he's the best worker in the entire world. Company. So, um, I mean, yeah, you know, say for a couple of people over in Japan, but I mean, I just, I think that AJ is just, he's one of, okay, one of the best in the world. Mm-hmm. And I think Kevin Owens is, is phenomenal as well. He's not, he's not the phenomenal one, but he is also phenomenal. I know that they can have a good match. I just don't know why they haven't had it on pay-per-view yet. I don't think that I th- the finishes have really, really harmed them. Yes, absolutely. Because yeah. sometimes the last five minutes of a match can turn a normal match into a spectacular one. Yep. Or the, uh, but they they had. I think the first one was where AJ's foot was tangled in the wires of the commentary desk. That was fine. That was a okay finish. But then you had the the referee genuine botch. There was some other referee calamities in there. There was the three way with Jericho, which was fine, but had Jericho in. And now you've this is engineered for a screwy finish. Hopefully it's a good screwy finish though. Uh which sets up a Shane Kevin Owens thing later on down the line. Yeah. I just I I haven't this has really been uh it's missed a lot of potential, this feud. And the inclusion of Shane McMahon. While I like Shane McMahon, as I said on the last one, he's now presented as someone who can square up genuinely to other wrestlers yeah and that's never been what i've liked about shane mcmahon i like that he is the underdog who's really gonna lose all the time uh rather than this like muay thai professional i could beat you up I, yeah. i'm gonna throw down with you with my gray hair dad bod yeah yeah so uh, but in terms of who wins i think owens oh yeah, yeah. i'm i'm going aj we're, I'm going we're for clashing an a- on a few here yeah i'm going for an aj retention uh, John Cena versus Baron Corbin. John Cena. John, just straight up John Cena. Just straight up John Cena. So it's, I don't know if it's as clear cut as that uh, because, of course, Baron calamitously lost the money in the bank cash in. Mm-hmm. Unsuccessfully cashed his briefcase in on Jinder. But John Cena has also got a lot of movie work coming up and he's going over to Raw. Yeah. So if he loses this feud... And it's such a dense card. No one's going to remember John Cena losing. But they will remember Baron winning. Do you know what I would like to see? I'd like to see no match happen. I'd like to see John Cena do his big entrance. Uh, and uh, while he's doing the entrance, Bowser Corbs just runs down and attacks him in the aisle. Mm. And then just beats him pillar, uh, pillar to post, hither and yonder, and just leave him laying outside and then walk to the back and not bother you having know, the match. That would be really good, actually. That would also break up the monotony of the show as well. Yeah. And if uh, the, the the best way to recover from the briefcase cash-in is to now make Baron unhinged and just really, that's, really yeah, violent. That's what I'm thinking. And that's the way of doing it. Yeah. So I'd uh, like to see that. So technically, John Cena would win. Yeah. Um, but I would much prefer to see Bazza just come down and just like beat the holy hell out of him. I hope they do that. I'm not confident. I think, I <laughs> no, think Cena have, wants his big match. They'll have a 20 minute match. Yeah. Um, Kick out of three AAs. Absolutely, yeah. Might do a super AA. Yeah. He'll lock in his rubbish STF uh, that uh, applies no pressure. 
you gotta, you gotta snug, make it more snug. <laughs> gotta lock that thing in, son. So we're both getting Cena there. Jinder yep. Hall versus Shinsuke Nakamura for the WWE Championship. Baron Corbin no longer a factor because his briefcase has already been lost. We haven't even talked about Carmella being a factor in the uh, the SmackDown Live oh, women's match. Oh, that's a fair point. But yeah. I don't think it's. I think she's going to hold on to that uh, uh, for a while. I think there's more. I think. There's more story to be told with her holding the briefcase than there is her cashing it in. Yeah, especially now Ellsworth is back. Yes. He's a gem. <laughs> he really is something. Uh, so I read the other day that Vince McMahon is favouring gender, mm-hmm. and I can totally see that happening. Yep. Uh, but re- like the moment is Nakamura winning here. I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm going with heart here. Yeah, Nakamura's Naka? winning. I, Naka, I, 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 Naka. I want him to win so much. Yeah, it's gonna be such a good moment. It will get him over huge. It would get him over even bigger if Corbin then cashed in and Nakamura beat him as well. But you know, it's in Brooklyn. It's a pretty smart crowd. He can come out on Tuesday in the same building. Everyone will be elated. Looking at the card, there's not that many title changes that we've predicted. You've got the Raw Tag Team Championship. But apart from that, everyone is retaining. I'm I'm gonna I'm spoiling now, I think Lesnar's gonna retain in the main event. Mm-hmm. But it's whether they you know, Jinder, the big India project, one point three billion people. Oh, that's the number. Yeah. Uh, I am going for a gender retain. Damn. I'm going for a gender retain. And the reason why I'm going for a gender uh, retain is that it's the, the the classic story or the classic mentality of there's more money in the chase. Um, and I, I do believe in that. I don't think it's the right time for Shinsuke to win the, the championship. I, don't, I think that his first title win should be built up more. Mm. But, you know, we're, we're, it's a company of moments, not a company of like actually building up to moments. So there is every chance that he's going to win. But I can actually just see this being the Bollywood boys get involved. Uh, screwy finish. Jinder wins. Um, Who are the Bollywood boys? Sorry, the Singh brothers. They uh, get involved. Go. Do apologise. Uh, so the Singh brothers get involved and, and they help Jinder retain through screwy means. Um, also, Jinder's lost clean twice on uh, the last two Smackdowns. Oh, that's so, a good point, yeah. So I think him losing on pay-per-view would just be sort of like the nail in the coffin for for that experiment. And so those people who said that, because uh, a few people who pointed out, because like, I said, or oh, John Cena pins uh, Jinder clean. And then a lot of people were going like, we didn't actually pin him. Mm. He did. It was it was as good as. Yeah, he, he was beaten. So I, I'm, I'm going for a gender, re, uh, gender retaining here. I, I, I'm going for every champ retaining. <laughs> I agree with everything you've said. Yep. Uh, but I I think it is all of that there. I think you've got an equal side of Nakamura strength. So I think it is it is neck and neck in terms of on paper the reasons they could go either way. So I'm just going to go with my heart. Yeah, and I do you know what? I hope you're right. Uh, this is the same with the the, the tag championship. I match. hope I'm right too. <laughs> Uh, and finally, in the main event, well, possibly. This is the this, main this event. This is the main event. Yeah, come on now. Brock Lesnar versus Samoa Joe versus Roman Reigns versus Braun Strowman. Four big bits of man meat. This is Slaps. a. Um, I, I feel that when we come to watch the show uh, late at night and we order pizzas, that we order meat feast pizzas in celebration of this match. With stuffed crust. Mm, or, gotta get the stuffed crust Although, in when we ordered pizzas last Saturday, Margarita. I'm just, it's, I like to fold the pizza and uh, filling or topping rather gets in the way of that. Oh no, I'm, I'm a folding man as well. You fold but that way? Yeah. I, fo- I, I fold it in half as in down the slice. Yeah, that's what I do. Yeah. yeah so yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I grab it by the crust and then I just sort of bend it. Yeah. And then, yeah, I spread it that way. I just, I just like a margarita. I don't know why this is so controversial. I like other toppings, but if I had to order, if I'm going to spend 18 quid on a pizza, yeah. it's going to be my favourite pizza, which is tomato and cheese and a <laughs> stuffed crust with a herb and sour cream, whatever it is, dip. Come at me. And garlic <laughs> pizza bread to open. Um, basically, all that is to say that I think Brock is retaining. Yeah, that's a, that's a weird way of explaining why Lesnar's retired. <laughs> so there are many reasons why we're both going for this, mm-hmm. but the uh, it's just Paul Heyman, of course, has said going into this match, if Brock loses, the idea being this is an unfair match for the Beast Incarnate because he doesn't even have to get pinned to lose his title. You just want to get Lesnar out of WWE because of all these UFC rumours, 
it, have, it hasn't said that explicitly, but that's the insinuation to mm-hmm. play up real life rumors and reports because of the John. And WWE only started doing this once John Jones made those rumors public. Yeah, and he's UFC two something channel two one eight. I don't. I can't, I can't remember. Uh, so with Paul Heyman saying that that Lesnar would leave if he loses, and then you see No Mercy being advertised with Brock. And you see the Raw after SummerSlam being advertised with Brock and multiple house show events being advertised with Brock. Mm -hmm. It's like... I feel that the... I know why they did it, but I feel that them putting the uh, Brock will quit if he loses Stip has ruined this match for me. Yes, I agree. Because had had that Stip not been there... I would have been more up in the air of like, oh, I, actually, I don't know who's going to win. Because Joe. Yeah, I, I might have actually said, you know, I think that Braun might get the belts here. I'd, mm-hmm. I'd have actually been like a bit more up in the air about who's going to win. But because it's it's that thing when like, I'm going to put my career on the line, yeah. even though, you know, they, you know, they're not leaving. You know, it worked when Mick Foley did it in 2000, mm. but it doesn't work. Like TNA used to do this all the time. Like just Kurt Angle would just go like, I'm going to put my career on the line. It's like, well, I know you're winning then. Yeah. Um, and I think that it, it has ruined, uh, dampened some of my interest in the match. I think it's going to be a big, meaty match, and I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, but I think it is more or less cemented that Lesnar's retaining. Mm. It was like when Undertaker put his, this will be my last WrestleMania, yeah. on, on the line in the Shane McMahon match. And you're like, I know you're winning now. <laughs> yeah. uh, so how about, because it's, I think it's Brock Lesnar is winning, and I think Braun won't get pinned because I think they're going towards a Brock Braun. Maybe it's Survivor Series. I can see that, yep. Uh, who do you think's getting or the it pin? Could be, or it could be at No Mercy, actually. Who do you think's getting the pin? Uh, who's going to eat the pin? Um, I could... Because Reigns might be facing Lesnar at WrestleMania next year. Yeah, and if it's not... Because someone asked me about this yesterday, what do I think the main event? I said it's either uh, Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar or it's Roman Reigns versus John Cena. Sure, yeah, I agree. Um, so unfortunately, I think that does mean that Samoa Joe, Joe is going to be the one yeah. that's eating the pin. But he, I mean, he took the pin last month as well. I don't think. But of the of the four in this main defense, he is the least pushed of the four, and he's arguably the most over. You can't <laughs> you can't compare him to Lesnar. But man, when Joe yeah. comes at Braun Strowman, awesome. Yeah. But he's comic book awesome. Brock Lesnar is almost incomparable because he's on a different level. Roman Reigns, we all know the issues there. Samoa Joe, that is a genuine, organic, he's going to beat someone up. Joe, 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 Joe. Joe. I want to see Joe kick some ass, (sighs) but yeah. Uh, Great on the mic, great in the ring, threatening. Yeah, but... mm. But it's a party. (laughs) But he's also... Just a party. He's not Roman Reigns, though, is he? He's not not got that luscious long hair, those dreamy eyes. Gotta love sweaty hair. (laughs) He is is a big sweaty man in the wrong way. Uh, So I, I think that Joe will eat the pin. So there it was, our predictions for all the wrestling the wwe wrestling events of the weekend very very sad ollie a little bit towards there very very angry very angry ollie it's just it's it's depressing to realize that i'm only truly invested and excited about three matches of 13 well yeah i mean that i think that's the real key problem with it and and i as i said during the show as well i do agree with you that i would much be i'd be more interested in this SummerSlam if there were seven matches that i was like and i was really into all seven of them especially if you were looking i was like oh my god have you seen the talent on this show that'd be amazing um but yeah you know going by uh the people that have got in touch with me via the social media channels um feel free to do that to me actually it's at this is luke owen if you want to ask me i'd I'd try and respond to every question i get sent um a lot of people want more they want more more of their guys uh, Mm. on the show not and and not just on the pre-show as well because in fact there was a a lad got in touch with me um who was really upset that the new day were pushed to the pre-show and then said I would rather than just add another match onto the pre-show and move the uh, the users onto the main show. And I was like, so your answer is just to add more wrestling to the show mm. and give everyone less time. Well, speaking of running out of time, let's quickly get to some iTunes reviews and cheap pops. So from creepy one six four rock. No, I have. Have I already done, we've done that, that one? one haven't we? Yeah, we've done I've that done one. Done that one. Yeah, and we, and we did Bob Handout. Remember? Oh yeah, Bob Handout, wicked wrestling name. Yeah. Uh, so here from even lr ninety two. 
Solid show, love the news discussions, reviews and booking wars. Enjoy the genuine conversations and the ramblings. Slowly been coming to Wrestle Talk more and more for wrestling news and discussion, especially since another UK-based channel seems to think great content should be extra now. Mm, what do you like? Yeah, they were cheap pop. Wait, wait, wait. We're no. not throwing shade. We literally <laughs> just read out something that was on, on a comment. I Those are not our words. I don't know who they're talking about. Yeah, uh, for five. Woo, 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 woo. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, quick. Moving on. Tommy Nail says these guys are great. I discovered the Wrestle Talk YouTube channel around six months ago, and I've watched it every day since then. The podcast is so fantastic. I love the different views and the fantasy bookings. Just feel fresh. Great podcast, guys. Woo! Cheers, Tommy Nail. That's a good wrestling name as well, Tommy Nail. Tommy Nail, yeah. Tommy Nail. Uh, it won't be Tommy Nails. The hammer could be his finisher. Yeah. That, but burning hammer. Yeah. If you could ever take that move safely. Uh, and then from Nate Bowman, the greatest wrestling podcast of all time. No, I won't get that far. Wrestle Ramble is a great podcast to listen to during the ride to work. Luke and Ollie work really well together, and their rambling in the beginning of the shows is hashtag swerf. Yeah. Woo. Whoa. Whoa, Nate Bowman. Whoa, Nate. Nate. But yes, enjoy SummerSlam, everyone. We'll be back on Monday with a full SummerSlam review. And check out the WrestleTalk YouTube channel while you're watching SummerSlam, because hopefully we'll have a few bits going up. Videos, uh, immediate reactions to stuff that happens. But That's if, the plan. But if not, we will see you on Monday. See you Monday. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.